Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, my night's still hanging in the balance, so I don't know if I had a winning day or not, but if Shohei Otani delivers and holds the Marlins under one and a half runs in the first five, I'll have a winning day, and believe it or not, I'll have a winning seven-day period of time. But if you want to know why my wife thinks I'm moody at times, listen to this Jekyll and Hyde stretch for me. On Sunday, I went five and two. On Monday, I went four and three. On Tuesday, I went two and five. On Wednesday, I had a lot of fun. I went 7-0. and But on Thursday, I went 2-5. and On Friday, I went 1-6. and And it looks like if Shohei delivers, I'll bounce back with a 6-1 and Saturday. Yeah, you add it all together, I would be 27-22, and up $27.64. But that's kind of how it goes. It's up and down, up and down. It's been a roller coaster ride. On Saturday, I lose the Dodgers under the one and a half. Glass now pitched well. He had eight strikeouts, but he unfortunately gave up three runs to the Dodgers, so I lose that wager. I cash on the Giants under the one and a half in the first five. Corbin Burns got the job done for me. I cash on the Pittsburgh Pirates under the one and a half in the first five. Castillo does a nice job for me. And then I hit the Taggers in the newsletter in the first five, minus the half a run at a plus 110. So right now, I'm sitting three and one on the day. And everything I have is on the line once again with the Miami Marlins under the one and a half in the first five. I'll update the shout outs with the official results, but let's get to the card now for Sunday. Four more big games for you. And we start at Yankee Stadium. It's the San Diego Padres and the New York Yankees. So I've been back in the Padres on a frequent basis of late, but not today. Garrett Cole goes for the Yankees. He has a 5-0 record, a 2.53 ERA and a 1.14 whip. 11 starts this season. Nine times he's held opponents to two or fewer runs. Last time out was not one of those good starts, though. He allowed a couple dingers and five runs over just five innings against Baltimore. He has a 2.09 ERA at Yankee Stadium this year, a 1.69 ERA during day games. The Padres' sticks have nine homers off Cole and 142 at-bats, so that's a bit of a concern. But San Diego ranks 25th in OPS against righties, 24th in OPS on the road, 25th in runs scored per game on the road. Earlier in the week, I said, toss out the Padres' stats. But today, I just can't pass up an elite pitcher coming off a poor start. I'll take good pitching over good hitting. Give me the San Diego Padres under the number in the first five line to be determined. I'll post everything once again in the showdowns. Game number two on the card, it's the Chicago White Sox at the Detroit Tigers. Three straight days for me betting this series. Hopefully, the third time will be the charm for me. Eduardo Rodriguez gets the call today for the Tigers. He has a 4-4 and record, a 2.19 ERA, and a 0.96 whip. I've backed him in back-to-back starts and lost both. 
He gave up four runs to both the Royals and the Pirates in five innings pitched. Not exactly juggernauts offensively. Prior to that, Rodriguez had six consecutive games giving up one or fewer runs. He has a 1.69 ERA at home this season. Three starts against the White Sox last year. A little scary here, a 4.41 ERA. White Sox hitters, though, not quite as good career off of them with a 197 batting average against. Chicago is mid-pack this year against lefties. They're 26th in OPS on the road. They're 23rd in runs scored. I can't pass up numbers like that. I'll back Eduardo for the third consecutive start. Give me the Chicago White Sox under the number in the first five. Next game on the card for you, it's the St. Louis Cardinals at the Cleveland Guardians. So Hunter Gaddis will tow the rubber for the Guardians today. He has a 1-1 record, a 5.26 ERA, and a 1.21 whip. Last time out, well, he tossed a gem against the White Sox. He went six innings, giving up no runs on just two hits. That was his first start back since being recalled from the minors. He also tossed a masterpiece early in the season against the Oakland A's where he went six innings, giving up no runs on just one hit. So two really good starts. On the flip side, though, he allowed the Yankees to score eight runs over three innings against him. This will be appearance number seven this year in the big leagues for Gaddis. He also started four games in AAA this year with a 5.12 ERA and an ugly 1.66 whip. Cardinals have the seventh best OPS against righties the eighth highest scoring team overall. I like this spot for St. Louis. Hopefully, this time around, I can avoid the getaway day lineup. Give me St. Louis over the to-be-determined number in the first five. Then the final game on the card for you is the Philadelphia Phillies at the Atlanta Braves. So Spencer Strider is on the bump for the Braves. A 4-2 and record, a 2.97 ERA, a 1.04 whip. Yet he's given up two or more runs in all five starts in the month of May, and he's allowed four or more runs in three of his last five starts, including the last two starts against the Dodgers and the Rangers. I have no issue, though, back in an elite pitcher coming off a couple rocky starts. Price should actually be discounted a little bit for me. Last season against the Phillies, Strider was really good. Four appearances, a 4-0 record, 21 and a third innings pitched, Three runs allowed for a 1.27 ERA and a 0.97 batting average against. Phillies hitters are just seven for 55 career against Strider. That's a 127 batting average. Philadelphia does have some solid numbers against righties, though. Eighth best OPS. They also have the 10th best OPS on the road. But this is a classic case of good pitching over good hitting for me. I'm going to play the Philadelphia Phillies under the to-be-determined number. Side note on this one, I also like the Braves over, so expect the first five run line to be my newsletter play of the day. I like both sides of the equation in this game. So let's recap the card for Sunday. In the meantime, everyone, if you're listening to the podcast right now, cheer on Shohei Otani to keep the Marlins under the one and a half so I can have a winning Saturday. But the card for Sunday, I'm on the San Diego Padres under the number. I'm on the Chicago White Sox under the number. I'm on the St. Louis Cardinals over the number. And I'm on the Philadelphia Phillies under the number. That's your card for a Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.